Welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. and our third campaign, Mystical Middlemen. This is the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast for kids and adults. In Tavern Tales Jr., we take a group of kids on a wondrous adventure in an entirely homebrewed setting. This podcast is created by and for kids. So let's see where our heroes will take us today. I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me through the wilderness and woods where the winds are blowing free through the darkness of the night heading toward the morning light i wonder if you'd wander with me and i'll spread the word and you beat the drum we'll round up the troops and get the gang to come and we'll leave the streets and these neighborhoods through the woods. Hello, and welcome to Tavern Tales Jr., a 5e Dungeons & Dragons podcast for kids and adults. We are playing Mystical Middlemen. Hi, my name is Savannah, and today I will be playing the role of Lilith Evermeadow, the warlock tiefling, who is looking forward to talking more to... Bob Rorian during their travels and introducing him to the mayor. And next to me is... So it's just me and Savannah today, apparently, as I've pointed to the other two kids and they're like, nah, I don't want to introduce myself. But now they're laughing, so... Why do I have to go first? You do not. Why do I have to go first? Neither of you technically went first, okay? I want to go third. I want to go go fourth. Kate, go for it. Uh, second player has now introduced themselves. Uh, they are Bob Rorian, definitely a devil that looks a lot like Bob Ross and in the light of the midday sun looks exactly like Bob Ross. However, when they were in the dark and when they were initially meeting with the characters, they definitely looked like a spike-bearded devil with, I believe, purplish skin. But now, in the light of day, they are a normal-looking individual. That is player two. (sighs) Hi, I'm Robin, and today I'll be playing Cerulean Elias, a satyr druid who has an affinity for the finery in life. Growing up, traveling around the world, he did not have much in the way of revelry. So he enjoys every now and again to sit back with a glass of wine lately with these new people that have somehow roped him into traveling with them. He is drinking a little bit more than usual. He would describe himself as an introvert. Anyway. (laughs) Hi, my name is Will, and today I'll be playing the role of Michael, and his last name is... Anyways, Michael's wearing his nice white cloak and... He is very excited to go and go off and explore this town a little bit more and maybe even go off to another area of this land. How do you spell Michael? M-I-C-H-E-L. And his last name is. Now that we've introduced our characters. Let's take ourselves away from Will, Robin, and Savannah and the roles in the world we're living in right now and fall into the world of the imagination. Everyone close your eyes and from the darkness behind your eyelids, you start to first smell something. Not 
in this basement, the first thing we're going to uncover in the world of the imagination is the smell of fresh baked bread on the breeze. As your characters are walking, chatting with each other in the forests, the Narble Forest, just north of Fairview. As you've walked uh, quite a ways out of town, you are now finally returning to Fairview. And before you can hear any of the sights and sounds of the city itself, you can smell the bakery on the edge of town's fresh baked bread. And it fills and envelops your nostrils with this delightful, earthy, flowery goodness and you then you can start to hear even though you're still amongst the trees with their late autumn foliage the sun dapples through these ever-changing leaves of yellows and greens bordering on some new oranges and reds as we slowly work our way or quickly work our way according to the trees towards fall You can start to hear the sounds of footsteps on cobbled paths. You can hear steel-shod wheels from carts being trucked along and the hawking of wares from people in the market. And Bob Rorian looks at the party with a big smile on his face. You've brought all of the, the baker and the others that were in that painting group along with the sheriff and Aethlin, they head off on their way after giving you strong and simple thanks for having brought them back from the cave where they had spent far longer than they thought they had. And they turn to go and Bob Rorian stands there. It is just the three of you on Bob Rorian outside of the Elemental Inn Tavern. What do you do? Well, that sure was one interesting speech by john wesley hey yeah you know i almost feel bad for the guy although he was pretty drunk by the looks of it during that speech no one should let that amount of liquor into their system not good for you not good for your liver well if you have a liver right well um mr orion we should go see the mayor that sounds like a really lovely thing he smiles uh lilith goes off to find the mayor to Well, you saw the mayor as you were coming into town. You heard John Wesley's speech and the mayor reprimanding John Wesley. You know that they're just on the back side of the inn. You're on the front side of the the inn itself as well. And uh, one thing I didn't mention is that it is now a fest. Like the festival is there. You know, all the preparations have been made and the festival is upon us. John Wesley has announced the festival itself. So what I need to know from the group is how has the town how has the city changed to more to look like a festival in the opening gates there's this big old banner that says fall festival or something along those lines the fairview fall festival yeah fairview fall festival the fff (laughs) (laughs) and there's you know hushed whispers you pass by the coffee shop and there's this one couple that always gets coffee together every single morning because they live across the town from each other and they meet in the center at the coffee shop sure and their regular you know drinks have been changed out for more fall themed ones like they have a squash spice latte or something i don't know i love it and keep we'll we'll come back yeah so there's a bunch of very fall themed decorations around the town people have set up stands to you know promote their business with the with more fall themed products different 
things that they wouldn't usually sell, but, you know, are selling to be in the festive theme. Okay, great. Yeah. Around this town here, there's red and orange and yellow flowers hanging from buildings and everywhere. Cool. I also thought of those those strings that have the pennant or the triangle cut paper. And they've got those and they're hanging in those red and orange and brown colors. And they're strung up along most of the principal streets. And there are little pennants that flutter in the wind that uh, have this Fairview Fall Festival written around a logo. But what's the logo look like? It's got a wooden, you can tell it's wooden because it's like a a hand carved little like horn that you would blow. It's the ceremonial horn. And it's like a rune on the side. Something like, I don't know. So there's a hand carved horn and a rune. And it's got a squash next to it. And a squash is the horn, almost a cornucopia with fruits and vegetables falling out of the the bell of it. I wouldn't think so because it's something that it's like an instrument that you would play yeah 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 sure i I guess the squash is sitting inside of it maybe is it a round a wrapped horn with a big bell like a big opening at the end or is it more like a trumpet what were you picturing for a horn minecraft goat horn a little bit yeah okay i was just picturing that it's like carved out of like oak or whatever sure what do these little like displays look like that you described before savannah yeah so people have set up like almost like little lemonade stands and they've got their you know business name on banners and the fall colors and they have all their different products fall themed with discounts and like squash lemonade and whatnot exactly yeah okay do people wear different clothes during the festival season uh yeah yeah there's some brown clothes, there's some red clothes, there's some yellow clothes. So people wear clothes with colors to match, but is there anything special that they wear as well? Um, the region of Solona we live in is characterized by like a weird type of moss that grows in a dotty form. And so people will kind of channel that into their outfits and they'll wear like like uh, a stripe of, you know, not real, but like crafted moss to emulate that. A sash of moss? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Is there any significance to the sash of moss or does this, anybody can wear one? Is it like a poppy for us or it, that anybody gets to wear one or is only certain people wearing a, a moss covered sash? It has a large significance for like some of the original, I guess, like people living in Salona, but it, you know, like there have been people who are like, no, you you should wear it because it's it's significant for everyone who lives here. Like if you if you have eaten from the earth and been around long enough, like it's so native Salonans wear a moss covered sash. If you're not from Salona, then you don't wear the sash. That sounds like right, right to me. What else? Are there any games and stalls of games where you can play like knock over the milk jugs and whatnot with a ball. Mm-hmm. Are there things like that that are happening? There's this contraption that if you knock over like three milk jugs, it will spray a ton of leaves in the air. Okay, launches a bunch of leaves yeah. in the air and do you win a prize? Yeah, you win um, a leaf plushie. Wow. There are also, you're noticing for the first time, people in cloaks or capes they look like the same let's say they're capes there's no hood no sleeves 
just capes tied around the throat. That's all they're wearing? No. No. They are also wearing these capes. You said just capes. And these capes are, they look like they they have gold leaf painted on them they shimmer and shine they're matched with all of the fall the fall colors and they are edged around the cape with this these triangle pennant sized small embroidery in red orange and brown around this gold leaf cape but only a few people are wearing these capes that you have seen so far yeah, you don't really notice any real reason for which one of which people these were that are wearing these capes, but you do notice that they have come out. There are capes and sashes that you have not normally seen. There dis- definitely seems to be a lot more sounds of fun and hilarity further into the town itself towards maybe the central town square. But right now you are standing outside the Elemental Inn, hoping to find and connect with the mayor to introduce the mayor to Bob Rorian. Well, let's go check out back. Bob Rorian, painter extraordinaire. That's me. So let's go out back. I mean, that's where we heard yeah, sure. um, the mayor's voice. Let's go. Should we go through the inn or should we go around the inn? Um, Around the inn. Yeah, so Cerulean closes the door that he was about to open and walks around the inn. Perfect. Thank you. I want more of that sort of thing, too. So when you make a decision about doing stuff, you can always describe what you're going to do. You don't have to have me. I don't need to come back and be like, so you go around the inn. You guys can describe that, too, and take control of the story in these minor ways very easily. And I'll stop you if we need to. You go around the other side of the inn and you spot the mayor immediately. John Wesley is sitting down looking ashamed, uh, but not out of earshot. Oh, boy. He says... And uh, there are some picnic tables set up out here, and there definitely seems to be some food, and you can smell some sort of hot drink. What is the Fairview equivalent of like a hot apple cider that you might say you might smell? Squash spice. A squash spice? Okay. Squash spice. Squash spice cider? You, yeah. You can smell? Okay. What is the main fruit of a squash spice cider? Squash. Because Squash guys does not have enough <laughs> fluid or liquid to make a cider of its own. So you use water and squash. Okay, I will. I will accept that. Most um, most people who are outside of Salona really, really, really hate squash spice. <laughs> okay, squash spice cider is definitely in the air. There's also hints of cinnamon and nutmeg and lemon. Lemon in it. There we go. Yeah. And squash spice cider is being being brewed in this large cauldron by the Elemental Inn, and they're just giving it away to anybody who's nearby. Because it tastes so bad. Cerulean, Cerulean walks by and is like, oh, tries not to gag it at the smell. That's sure something. Oh, my vision is fuzzy. <laughs> Wait, don't you also have like an heightened amount of sense? The mayor walks over while you're discussing squash spice cider and says thank you thank you so much for bringing back the sheriff and the others that were gone what happened uh yes uh we found them turns out they've been taking a painting class together with painting yes they've all come together and started taking a painting class with this here mr bob rorian it's something like they go off into the woods and then they come back with these beautiful portraits of things that they found i guess yeah like a rope an axe and some other stuff 
Uh, anyway, yes, Bob Rorian. Right, yes, and I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Bob Rorian. Oh, you know the painter? Uh, not quite, but, uh, you know, we've started talking more on the way over here, and I was asked to introduce you both. He's right here. <laughs> asked to introduce by who? Uh, somebody I have grown acquainted with in my time before I became an adventurer. Oh, up in... I'm from Amazook Corp. Oh, to the north. Yes, that's right. And is this Bob Rorian? Are you from the north as well? He just kind of like shrugs his shoulders and, he's, and he says, uh, around, I don't, I don't, I'm not from any specific place. The mayor, her eyes wide, looks back at you for confirmation that this is an acceptable answer from a weirdo. Right, yeah. That's understandable. You know, I, you're more of a traveler, I suppose, correct? I mean, uh, identification with a location of where you're born is kind of old fashioned, isn't it? <laughs> Cyril is pulling, like, Cyril clearly does not actually believe this, but he's like trying to back up this random man. Um, is there reason you're here in Fairview? Oh, me. Uh, no, she's looking at Bob Rorian, but then looks back at you because Bob Rorian looks at you and everyone's looking at you. I just assumed it was for your painting classes. Yes, Bob Rorian says. I'm uh, I'm looking to open a painting studio here in Fairview and, and wanted your introduction um, to see if there was a any available shops that would be uh, I could I could procure while I'm here. I, I do have funds. He smiles. It's not. It does look nice to the mayor. It does not look like a nice smile to the three heroes of this party. It's there's a devilish quality to it. Isn't it a little racist to say? <laughs> there there may be a hint of possible malevolence to it mischief michael is regretting his decision to to leave his cross at at, at his house way 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 back in time he left yeah. his cross i'm pretty sure you've got your holy symbol with you there michael and i pretty he sure left it at the end it was your shield does anyone fall into the empty space here that's left by so how's the fall festivities going Oh, it's looking great. Are you staying around for the festival? Oh, um, I don't think so. I have places to be. Yeah, like the Forgotten. Oh, uh, well, don't let us keep you. Are you staying the night at least or? Probably, yeah. Well, if we're... I mean, what's the plans of you guys? Well, I, I'd personally like to look around, see some of the festivities, maybe have a glass of squash by cider. At the Fairview Fall Festival? Yeah, maybe I'll try... Squash squ Spice Cider at the Fairview Fall Festival. Maybe I'll try Squash Spice Cider if it's so good. Oh, it really is. They've just added a bit of extra lemon zest and juice to it this year, and I'm always the biggest fan of it with the, the additional lemon notes to it. But uh, by all means, I, I, the Elemental Inn makes one of the best batches, and they're giving away the first batch this year. I'll go try it. And the entire party moves over towards the cauldron, bubbling away with some 
very warm, hot squash spice cider in it. And you are served the squash spice cider in these little clay cups that have tiny little handles that are ridged and shaped like little gourds and pumpkins themselves. Michael, he takes a sip and he's trying to swallow it down. Lilith also tries it and has a much easier time downing it and actually asks for a second class. She enjoys it so much. And they scoop you another ladle full with a big smile on their face. And everyone watches Michael to see if he's going to spit his squash spice cider out and and what he's going to do with it the rest of his entire cupful. Uh, Michael swallows his drink very gaggedly and then just hands it over to Lilith. Lilith openly takes it. Suit yourself. I I mean, this is quite delicious, if you ask me, and easily downs the rest of Michael's glass. Cerulean is incredibly awkward about it. He's just like, um, uh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm not thirsty. So you're awkward about it because you definitely look thirsty, <laughs> but you're, you, no, okay. He, he looks like he is dehydrated to the heavens, but he is not not going to have any of that. You, you look around and you spot John Wesley his head in his hands at a table all by himself and there is a bottle of red wine half finished <laughs> sitting on that table next to John Wesley. Oh, oh I drink that red wine. <laughs> oh, that must be a few hundred years old. Oh, the mayor gosh. says while Cerulean is whispering about this beautiful bottle of red wine, half well, done. if you're recommending this Bob Rorian to the town i will definitely go out of my way to get bob rorian set up with a business license so that he can get a shop opened up here in fairview and be welcomed by the entire city with open arms yes i do recommend him i've seen his painting classes i've seen him teach his classes myself and he is definitely a very well-trained professional is there anything else i should know um, his painting classes can sometimes consume people in a, they get so focused, they forget to take care of themselves way. So I think you should be aware of that. Well, I don't see any wrong with a bit of dedication. It just means he's truly inspired his students. I mean, Lilith. I mean, they were gone for an entire weekend. I mean, also he- forgetting to eat and drink and sleep is also a very important and he has a lot of friends who he spends a large amount of time with. Mm. Friends in quotation marks? It just means he's a very social person. I've they... even been so dedicated to things that I've, for- that I've forgotten to take care of myself uh, a couple times. Just I... pure dedication. I don't... Do you believe what you're saying, No. Lilith? Why don't you make a deception check? Uh oh. And it sounds as though the rest of the party <laughs> We're trying to undermine her. <laughs> is undermining you. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> so I think you need to roll this with disadvantage. <gasps> unless you wish to spend a gem to get back to regular. Okay, you are. All right, you're throwing me a gem. Party conflict, no. You add your deception score to that. Dun, dun, dun. And you give a total of. 15. Okay, so still ridiculously high. That's incredible. Why could I do it? Um, Because you're not the one lying. You're actually trying to prevent Lilith from passing on this. Lilith has made the check. Lilith has succeeded, barely, 
at convincing the mayor, this is all perfectly fine. However, while the mayor has been consoled and is taking away Bob Rorian to discuss the opening of the shop, you have succeeded. But at what cost? Uh, exactly. Oh. Because you know Bob Rorian is selfish, quote unquote evil, and working for or with or on behalf of Asmodeus in some capacity. This is not good. I don't. Top it all off. Your name is is now associated with Bob Rorian forevermore. Think about that part. only your name. So as the mayor takes Bob Rorian off, you almost can see his devilish tail swishing behind him as he turns to go. But it's just a trick of the light. There's no tail there. He's still just looking normal. Is his hand on the mayor's back? Human. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So creepy. I just want to say... Madam Mayor, I'm very happy to join this happy little city you've got here and to make my own little mark on it in my own little way, he says. What a happy little family. As Cerulean and Michael turn on you, because while your deception check was more than enough to deceive the NPC mayor, it was not enough to deceive your fellow PCs here at the table. But I will ask them both to make an insight check with advantage you have to beat the 15 if you do you'll know you'll you'll be able to glean some of the motivations behind now what if i use a blue (laughs) no my check that i'm making you need a 15 i don't know if you're plus eight on insight checks well i have a plus five (laughs) so you got a 12 uh is not quite enough to beat that 15 deception And a 13 is also not quite enough to beat that deception check. So you're not sure why Lilith is doing this. You actually don't know why. But you kind of believe maybe Lilith was telling the truth. But begin. You pull Lilith off to the side. Hey, I mean, listen, I don't care what that motivation was, but he is a devil. That, That man kept those people for an entire weekend their families were worried they had no idea where they were he d- he kept them from eating from drinking from sleeping they were exhausted they were starved and i want to believe you're a good person because we've been on a battlefield together now i guess and maybe in the future confusing things were happening but you can't go around doing that <sighs> What are you going to do if he hurts people here and forever Lilith Evermeadow is tied in with Mr. Bob Rorian, the mass murderer? Okay, yes, those people were incredibly exhausted and nobody knew where they... Emaciated. And nobody knew where they were. However, that will most likely not happen again or not to as nearly nearly as much of an extent because he will be in town and people will be there to check on them he takes them on a trip into the woods it's a nature excursion they're gonna go paint from nature they're gone for six years it's a slippery slope anything to say michael does this go against your god (laughs) yeah i mean i am a good liar myself but it's not good to lie about a devil and keep him safe your name is going to be tainted if he murders anyone or if he kidnaps people for six years. A.R. says, 
Why did you do it? Um, listen, I mean, yes, he definitely shouldn't have taken people for an entire weekend and did all of them be incredibly exhausted and malnourished. Uh, however, I do at least partially believe that it was some dedication to their work. And I mean, it's just my job. Your job? Or, you know, I, I guess you don't really know, but this is just what I do. I help people, you know, get acquainted. Devils? No, not always devils. Just generally help people. Devils and demons. I help people get acquainted, you know, make introductions. I I mean, I saw Bob Rorian was a devil. Like, my but eyes didn't deceive me. Yes, he was, yes. Cerulean froze his eyebrows and just looked really disappointed at Lilith. I just, that was a questionable thing to do, Lilith. Look, that, that was weird. That was, he's, he's a weird man. And, you know, I can, I can maybe understand being a devil and uh, maybe, maybe I can do that. I try not to judge you because you're a tiefling. Appreciate it. <laughs> and a warlock and a warlock again but i don't want you to do that in my presence i don't want to be associated with that that's wrong and it makes me wait ar says what's wrong about like you don't think that did you not see the way he smiled it was a very creepy smile and it seems like he doesn't really that the painting is more than painting uh, but I don't know anything about I that. I mean, have you seen the images inside the paintings? But he explained them. They weren't actually that creepy as we thought they were. Wait, this is the DM speaking now. Do you believe that? Or are you still lying to the party? I think it's a bit both. Like, at this point, Lilith is like... Are you trying to lie to yourself? Lilith <laughs> is starting to try okay, and lie to her. Why don't you make a deception check? Okay. To say deceive yourself? To deceive yourself. <laughs> okay. I rolled it another 15. Another 15. <laughs> so that's it? not quite high enough one way or another for your character. So you get to make the decision as to whether or not you're really lying to yourself. When is my troll going to do this? It's definitely borderline. There's borderline evil happening here. Yeah. There definitely seems to be malicious intent happening here. You know it's malicious because of the letter you got. You know that there is dark things in store for Fairview with Bob Rorian, but nobody else knows that. Yeah. But you have done your job as you were required to do. So lie to yourself as you will. Your role doesn't really help you determine one way or any other. It was kind of like a, a coin flip. So continue with your, you know, the justification for why you did what you did. Does this have to do with the letter that you got from that goat guy? The Me evil thing that tried to murder us? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, it it had to do with the letter. Okay, I in the letter it asked me to introduce Rory and Rob Rorian to the mayor, and that was it. I I just do what I'm told. Okay, I listen. I understand that he may not be that great of a guy, considering that he's a devil. But I don't do it often. Okay, it, Lilith. I just hope we don't walk back into Fairview, Ian. A week, a month, a few years, and see those spine devils in an auditorium 
with the entire town painting horrific things. I'm sure that won't happen. I'm sure. Then I think you need to make that decision for yourself and you need to reconcile what might happen. Because I don't I don't trust that guy. But I don't not not trust that guy, says Ayara. Like, we didn't really, nobody's dead and nobody was hurt. So, could exactly. be. <sighs> yeah, but they were trapped down there. Who gave you that letter from that devil? My employer. And who's your employer? Do you work for Amazook? Corp. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I something like that. Yeah. Oh, something like that. Like, is it under contract? Like, are you in? I thought that you were in Salona. Don't Morlocks have to take a contract? Is does that have to do with it? Okay. Yeah. Yes, I have a contract with somebody, and when this person asks me to, you know, maybe introduce someone to two people to one another i do it it's as simple as that you continue down the street the conversation peters out as while lilith's answers are not satisfactory they're also not really contestable you know like you don't know that lilith is telling the truth or lying but lilith doesn't seem interested in telling you more than what lilith has already said as the afternoon stretches on towards evening, the entire city of Fairview gets more boisterous and excitable and happy. Um, and we flash back to John Wesley, <laughs> who looks up from his head in his hands. He's heard the heroes had arrived, but he's missed every chance to interact with them. Um, his glass stands empty on the table before him. Uh, and he oh. looks around for a bottle of red wine. And is there one on the table? Yeah. Did you take the bottle of red wine while while he was looking in his hands and all sad and drunk? Like, he's already really drunk. Uh, sure. <laughs> and he sees no bottle of red wine oh, on the man. table. I got robbed again. again? And we cut to Cerulean sipping from the bottle itself. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. With he's this. he's in the background. He poured it into a flask and now he's drinking from a flask. What is the name of this winery? Hidden Valley Winery. Been, been making wine since 1847. <laughs> so established 1847. What is the name of the winery? Robin has said Hidden Valley Winery, but I need like a person's last name. Oh, Cyan. Osian Hidden Valley Winery. O-S-C-I-O-N. Osian Hidden Valley Winery. Established 1847. It is a dark, dark purple, delicious red wine with notes of... Nuttiness and there's there's a very um, kind of tart sweetness about it. It's not a very like strongly sweet wine. It's very like... They aged their wine for a long time. What type of barrels? Spruce. Oh, wow. That is a very different sort of uh, wood to age a wine in, and it has definitely brighter notes in it as a result of that. You're wondering if I go wandering with you. What kind of trouble we'll get ourselves into? 
Would it be wrong to tag along with a band of vagabonds? You wonder if I'd wander with you. So I'll spread the word and you beat the drum. We'll round up the troops and get the gang to come. And we'll leave the streets and these neighborhoods. Head over the river and through the woods. This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Jr. We'll be back in two weeks with more of the adventure. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by Okidoki Brothers. Find their music on iTunes or check them out at okidoki.org or follow them on Twitter at Okidoki Bros. We'd love a review on iTunes or check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. I'm wondering if you'd come wandering my way If you ever get lost, or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack can always bring you back I wonder, can we wander away? And I'll spread the word